to Warrensville Reaching New Heights. I'm your host, June Scharf, and I'm very pleased to share this episode. It's, it's sort of falling into a theme. We are very fortunate in Warrensville Heights to have a lot of different fitness studios, and this is one of them. And they come in all different types and varieties. This one features um, a fighting style called Krav Maga, and the studio is Krav Maga Cleveland. My guest is Amit Maranganti, and he's been involved with a whole bunch of different forms of martial arts over the years. One of the many interesting points Amit makes is about avoiding a fight, and that is a principle of this fighting style. And he explains this by way of an example in his own life. So I, I found that really fascinating. He really dives deep into the psychology of a fight, and that has to do with you know sizing up your enemy um, or potential threat, maybe not enemy, um, and, and knowing when to run, when to fight, when to talk, uh, it depends on a lot of different variables, and this is part of the training that is offered in his studio. So when it comes to self-defense, I gotta say, Amit is a real expert. So please enjoy this episode. Amit Maranganti, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Uh, this is something completely different. Mm -hmm. You are the owner, operator, and a student at Krav Maga Cleveland mm -hmm. here in Warrensville Heights. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you've had, um, you've been the owner of this space for two years now. Little under two years. We'll be two years old in July. I in June. Okay. Yeah. That's a, a solid amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, I think <clears throat> the place to start is really to explain what the heck Krav Maga is. <laughs> Okay. So, so I'm going to sort of go through it, and okay. you're going to tell me if I've got things right, because it does have a long history, yeah. and there are some details, and mm -hmm. I figure why not, you know, go yeah. with the research. So first right. of all, it's, it's derived from a, he it's a Hebrew word mm -hmm. that means contact combat. Yeah. Or some, some say close combat. Close combat. Yeah. Okay. And it was a military defense and fighting system developed for the Israel Defense Force, IDF, Mm -hmm. and um, other Israeli security forces. Mm -hmm. So we got that. Uh, it's derived from a combination of techniques sourced from boxing, wrestling, I'm yeah. going to say this wrong, Aikido? Is that Aikido, right? yeah, you got Aikido. it. Right. Okay, Aikido. judo and mm -hmm. karate along with realistic fight training. So we're mm -hmm. okay there. You're okay there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Krav Maga is known for its focus on real-world situation situations and extreme efficiency. It was derived from the street fighting experiences of Hungarian-Israeli martial artist Emi Lichtenfeld, who made use of his training as a boxer and wrestler while defending the Jewish quarter against fascist groups in a town in mm -hmm. Czechoslovakia yeah. during the 1930s. Yeah. We're good? Okay. We're good. I have something to say about the whole real-world situation and the extreme efficiency, but we can get to that later. Um, once we finish this uh, your summary. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, in the late 40s, following his immigration to Israel, he began mm -hmm. to provide lessons on combat trading to what was to become the IDF. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's sort of yeah. how it got off the ground. Now, from the outset, the original concept was to take the most simple and practical techniques of other fighting mm -hmm. styles mm -hmm. and to make them rapidly teachable to military conscripts. Mm -hmm. You agree? Okay. Yeah. And then Krav Maga has a philosophy emphasizing, here we go, mm -hmm. aggression and simultaneous defensive and offensive movers, mm -hmm. maneuvers. Maneuvers, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I have, I have a few comments about my take on what they're saying. Okay. I have a few comments, but we can, we can get to that. Well, we're on, I'm almost done. I think I have uh, 
two more sentences here. Take your then, time. Take your time. We're here okay. for a while. So. That's right. Okay, well, like m- most martial arts, Krav Maga encourages students to avoid physical confrontation. If this is impossible or unsafe, it promotes finishing a fight as quickly and aggressively as possible. Attacks are aimed at the most vulnerable parts of the body, and training is not limited to techniques that avoid severe injury. Some even permanently injure or cause death to the opponent. And my last sentence is, students learn to defend against all variety of attacks and are taught to counter in the quickest and most efficient way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. what do you have to say? Uh, Can I... Yes. That? No, that, yes. No. So Amit is reviewing my notes. No, yeah, I kind of am. No, not really. Just, just <laughs> kind of getting my thoughts together. Okay. Is um, so it's it's true. It was all the all the history. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. That that is that is true. The training against fascist groups in in uh, the Czech, well, Czechoslovakia. Mm-hmm. All that's fine. Um, taking taking st- stuff from different styles. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I have is how it. How it's used to, how it is used to promote Krav Maga or sell the idea of Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. That's where I have um, issues because it was developed that it was developed for the military, right? Mm-hmm. In the fifties, thirties. Um, the whole context for military and civilians is different. You know what I mean? The difference between uh, the military, military approach and civilian is different. And yes, okay, yeah. Civilians. And well, well, what the history also says, you know, uh, that. When uh, Imi retired from the IDF, he adapted it to civilian use, mm-hmm. right? Um, and yes, there are, there are some counters that are pr- pretty effective for for a lot of different kind of attacks. But what is what Krav is promoted is they promote it just based on those techniques, okay. right? They it kind of it, it's it's it started off. However, it started off. I wasn't I I hadn't even heard of Krav when it came to the U.S. or when it, when I was growing up, so. It may have started off as something different, but eventually it it, it's, it's, it, it, it was getting to a point where the new Taekwondo, it was getting to a point where the techniques were all that people were looking for. Well, if you want that technique to work, if you want your fancy technique to work, you need to be able to fight. Yeah. You, need, you need to be able to punch. You need to be able to kick. You need to be able to grapple. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to fight on the ground. See, that, that part, people kind of leave it in the back. Mm-hmm. And emphasis is placed on learning techniques as opposed to learning how to fight. Okay, so right. so what you teach in, in your studio is a little off that. It's, I mean, I won't, I won't say we're any kind of different or we're nothing like that. It's, it's the same stuff that pretty much you can get in any MMA gym. Right. Um, but it's not but just the technique. Our it's con- the whole, yeah, whole the context is different. Like, okay. again, we, we can riff off on this one as much as I want. we can. We can. Yeah. Um, but, so the, again, going back to the whole technique-based approach in, the, in, in, in in that has been kind of at Krav. When I started out, it was like, it kind of started to become that way. I've been to different schools around the country. Some are, some are kind of line up with what I think, some kind of don't, I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But um, like I said, there's a lot of, like a choke, they work some choke techniques. Okay, uh, there's a technique you show for a choke and mm-hmm. you drill it, you drill it with your partner, then you put it into a drill. Mm-hmm. It's fine, but in order to get to that choke, I, that's what I was just. Thinking you need you to be able to fight, like yeah. Just because yeah. you, and a lot of times, what happens is just because you know a choke, people let themselves get choked. 
So mm-hmm. emphasis should be placed more on not getting into that choke in the first place. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to, yeah, there are a lot of things that are going to happen before exactly. you get in that. If you get in that close for a choke, exactly. that person's swinging very at you. True. That person might have a weapon. Yeah. There are a lot of things. Yeah, very so true. That's what you're saying. You have to yes. deal with. Yeah, just knowing the choke Shh. is not. Yeah, or be just the, the life saving. Well, the earliest is like it, it says in your in your in your in your notes. Um, Avoid confrontation at all, if po- uh, completely yes. if possible, and absolutely that is pretty much the the go to. Yeah. Um, right. But even as you're trying to avoid everything, you're also trying to size the whole situation up. You know, mm-hmm. in case I have to. Uh, my first option is to run, right? But if I can't, I'm not waiting till that person chokes me. Maybe I hit him first. Mm-hmm. If I know that this can't, this I I cannot get away from the situation. Maybe I I hit him first, mm-hmm. right? Maybe I tackle him down. I slam him down first. Right. That that comes not with learning a particular technique. That comes with learning the mindset. Okay. Of the like, all right, this is going to be a fight. So this I, gets a little deeper. You're, yeah. And you're doing a lot of assessment in mm-hmm. a real. Yeah, it's decision making. Everything is decision making. Mm-hmm. Um, you, my choice to even go to that fancy choke defense, is decision making. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, an example of this was a uh, last year some kind of road rage accident this guy thought I cut him off or something he started following me anyway long long story mm-hmm. short I end up getting choked mm-hmm. um, he grabs my throat pushes me down in the car and I told him to leave I didn't hit back mm-hmm. could I have could I have maybe mm-hmm. could I have won the fight quote unquote won the fight mm-hmm. maybe I don't know who knows um, but I was in a position that I, I could have done something I chose the other option which was you know hey man you know, we're this is a road where, and we're we're pretty pretty close to a uh, police station. Mm-hmm. Like the cops are right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we get if this if this stuff goes wrong, we're both going to jail. Right? Mm-hmm. So dude was angry. He he lets go and he walks away. He was yelling all kinds of words at me, but he walked mm-hmm. away. So mm-hmm. it's not a sexy story, but <laughs> you know. But sometimes, but then I based on all my training, the way that guy choked, I've kind of been choked harder in class. <laughs> okay. So that yeah. that may have helped me, but again, the, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. There was no real pressure. But you were secure. You know? It sounds like in your ability, if things got a little yeah. more intense, you knew what yeah. to do. But so again, what yeah. would you have done? So he's got you in a chokehold. This is not. He's not maybe letting go. What would you have done? <laughs> it's, there's no def, there's no one answer. It just depends on what what's happening. Well, recall replaying. Let's say I don't know. I don't know if he. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was in close. I I would have hit him first. Yeah. I would have hit him first. When he he got in my face, he was kind mm-hmm. of. He was frothing in the mouth. He was yelling. It was a well. It was a well-dressed guy. It wasn't like he was. It was a well-dressed guy. He he was maybe he was on a. He's probably on a date. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw his company in, in the in the car. He was on a date. I don't know what triggered it. I, I have no idea. I was going home. Mm-hmm. So we had finished like an eight-hour day of training on oh. at that very day, and I was just going home. Yeah. Right. So. This happens, and maybe I was just too tired to react. But yeah, the choke comes out. I would have hit him first. Yeah. Okay. Either my hands, maybe my head. I don't know. Who knows? And and would that be to knock him out or stun him? Yeah. Because it sounds no, like it's no, measured. No, it's usually to knock him out. Knock him out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I may not be able to. Yeah. It's 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 a lot harder to knock people out than we think, or the movies have you believe. Yes. Okay. Um, he was a bigger guy than me. He was mm-hmm. he was bigger than I am. Um, he was how a, tall he was are angry. you? I'm about five seven and a half. And and how old are you? I'm forty one. Okay. I I do want to mention in here. Um, 
because audience listeners may yeah. be wondering, mm-hmm. you're actually of Indian descent, yes. origin. Yeah. Uh, you're not Israeli. No. <laughs> Despite that, the name, all, yeah, the name, yeah, yeah, this is, is, yeah it's based. It's on a funny thing, isn't it? Indian Indian guy teaching an Israeli martial art in in the U.S. <laughs> well, look at all the people who you know? teach um, Asian martial arts. Yeah. You know exactly. that are not Asian. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay, I, no, this is a good story. It's mm-hmm. very instructive. Yeah. Um, the one, the last thing we'll say about about your particular studio, um, and, and with respect to mm-hmm. defining mm-hmm. what what Krav Maga is, is you have a disclaimer, and it says violence is unpredictable, mm-hmm. fighting is hard, mm-hmm. training does matter. We mm-hmm. do not claim to be experts; mm-hmm. rather, we offer a few options to get mm-hmm. out of harm's way as efficiently and quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. We are training; we are a training center, not a gym, and our professionally led classes are designed to make you stronger, fitter, and more confident. Mm-hmm. And I think that your story actually illustrates that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So despite the agenda, end this fight quickly. That doesn't mean necessarily yeah. by violence. I kind of ended the fight quickly in that in that one mm-hmm. specific example that I just gave. I mm-hmm. ended ended it quickly because mm-hmm. who knows? You know, you get into a fight, somebody falls down, cracks their head on concrete, and now yeah. it, it went worse. Now you might be arrested, right? And you know, and then that's the, that's the start of your troubles, right? So if I could talk this guy out of it, and look, most people, most people aren't nuts. Most people are normal. <laughs> Most people want to do a normal things. So who knows that, that the same guy in a, on a different day wouldn't have reacted the way he did. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. can't, I, I don't know. I just know how he was in that moment. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, my, my reaction would have been different. Now, if I had my kids with me, that would have been a completely different reaction. Okay. I, that it may not have happened where I even let the guy clo- get in that close. Mm-hmm. It's context changes your response. Yes, okay. You're, you're with all the training that you have, the same person, same, different day, your response might be completely different. Interesting. So it, it depends. We, like earlier you asked, what would you, what would you have done? I don't know. I, I don't know. You, you can't, you can't, we can't go from A to B like, he, oh, he does this, I do this. You, you, you don't know. I might choose to run. I, mean, I, I was by myself. I, I don't really care about the car in the big scheme of things right now. Right? I'll, I'll, I'll run away. But if there have been my kids in the car, my kids are in seat belts strapped down, they're not running, so yeah, I'm not running. So it, it depends, right? Yeah. So, no, that's yeah. a great answer. It's mm-hmm. a great answer. Um, now, you're located essentially on the corner of Renaissance Parkway in mm-hmm. Emory. Emory. I'm sure people have driven by. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. We've had some people walk in just by driving past. Well, yeah. uh, what goes on in your location? What's As happening? In the classes? Mm-hmm. So... I mean, how many classes per week? And We have about... We're open about six days. We're open six days a week and first Friday of every month. Uh, we have an average of four to five classes a day. For an hour? Hour. Um, yeah, mostly an hour. Mm-hmm. There, is, there are a couple of classes which are 30 minutes, mm-hmm. and, but most of them an hour. And yeah. what happens in those classes? So we, just to make it a little more accessible to people and kind of structure it a little bit, we've divided our curriculum into belts or levels, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, so the basics, uh, when students walk in, they start in the basic fundamentals stance movement pro hands up keeping your hands up the basics of striking basics of movement basics of grappling basics of ground fighting mm-hmm. right uh, for the striking your the partner up students always working with a partner live energy um, one of one students holding a pad for the other person to strike or we're just working basic concepts of wrestling by just slow steady controlled grappling fundamentals in level one and then when when they move up whenever they decide to well there's a certain requisite period of time you need to 
train in the fundamentals before you're allowed to even move up. Mm-hmm. So once they move up, now they start, maybe the other person starts resisting a little more. Mm-hmm. Now you have to work with a little resistance, right? I mean, now they start throwing strikes. Now they start throwing, and so you're, you're starting to get used to really live energy and just kind of going where the fight takes you. Okay. Right? Then as you, as you keep moving further, now we start transitioning from maybe standing up to ground fighting. We were standing up with throws and going, taking it to the ground. So there's no, there's no uh, halt, there's no uh, pause in the natural progression of a fight. Okay. When, uh, so as pe- and more and more va- variables start getting added, like maybe more than one person. Yeah, or maybe you you you're stand you're you're standing you got taken down now you're fighting for a disadvantage and then weapons come in once you get even more proficient so now what happens in the fight when somebody draws a knife or somebody tries to pull a gun yeah or somebody just wants to knock you with a two by four mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah uh, and you sometimes bring in guests is that right mm-hmm. guest art yeah. you come artists or yeah, uh, guest coaches guest instructors okay yeah, so yeah. yeah and they'll teach some additional techniques mm-hmm. because I mean. It's always good to. It's always good for people to have different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're stuck with me all day, they 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 won't last more than three days oh, with me. So we have like four four full time coaches with us, and it's nice. And when we get those guests in, they're usually way more experienced than we are okay. in either the martial art or fighting as such or violence in general. Mm-hmm. So they come in, they give their feedback. You know, when we, it's always even if we pick up one or two things from them, mm-hmm. and that only helps us. Okay, so this is sort of a, a curveball question, maybe, mm-hmm. but um, some people, you know, have physical challenges, mm-hmm. and that may make them more vulnerable. Absolutely. Some men may, you know, have a weakness in a leg mm-hmm. or, or something. Do you do you get anyone in your classes Always. who have physical challenges? Yes. So can you speak to that and Absolutely. how you deal with that? Um, before we before we get to that, look, a fight's a fight. Mm-hmm. All right, There's, I I don't I mean I can't decide where the outcome wants to go, but Sometimes, if somebody look, if 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 I'm already if I'm already being at the other end of at the at the bad end of violence, I'm already starting at a disadvantage, right? So it's going to be a fight, and that situation right there, your physical disabilities, whatever you have, doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. right? Unfortunately, it doesn't. But that doesn't mean people with disabilities don't learn, do not need to learn how to fight. Like you said, they might be a more vulnerable section of the population, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there the the moves are the, the moves are similar, mm-hmm. but there are adjustments. Like, if you have, let's say, if you have a bad back, mm-hmm. you're not going to lift somebody up and slam them down. Okay. But can you still control the distance? Can you still can you still you just have to you just have to take. So what what we offer, I, I and I and I say this a lot in class, is what we offer is a framework. Okay. Right. Don't think it's up to you to fill it in. Mm-hmm. So the punching, the kicking, the grappling, the ground fighting is 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 the same stuff that's shown to everybody, including myself or other our other coaches when we we jump into classes with each other. Um, but how you put it together depends on what you bring to the table, what your attributes are, what your liabilities are. If you're big and strong, that's an attribute. If you're big and strong but have a bad knee, that's a liability. Mm-hmm. Age, age, size, speed. Experience all that factors into how you react and how you put it together. So you so. basically, so if they're in your class, they'll have these this menu of techniques, and they're mm-hmm. going to pick and choose based on yeah. what's going. Yeah, no, I'd rather call them principles than techniques. Because okay. if you have a bunch of techniques in your head and you you go through a file folder and you by the time you pick yourself, the fight's over, and you're not coming out. And, what do you mean? Look, fights happen. Fa- how, what, what do you think is the average 
duration or time of a street fight, self-defense. Well, I never thought about it, but just I'm I'm thinking videos I've seen on TV. They I suppose they last thirty seconds, forty five seconds, pretty much at the most. Okay, at the most. So in that amount of time. Yeah. You won't have time to run through a file of techniques. Right. It's the the fundamentals of getting getting to a better position is and that's live training gets you that. You okay. can't just stand there and just go through a bunch of moves, right? It's going, it's looking for position, it's 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 wrestling with your partner, it's kind of moving with your partner, mm-hmm. trying to feel them take you down, trying to let, trying to have them and try to resist and trying to counter that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always trying to get to a better position, 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 position. So we use a lot where we say outside the elbows. Outside the elbows, I'm at a better, better position from the other person. Huh? I, I, there's not enough space here for me to show it, but yeah. outside the elbows, is, it's, 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 a better, it's a better position which allows you, which buys you some time to mm-hmm. decide what you want to do. Do I have to grapple? Do I have to strike? Or do I have to run? Well, I have a suggestion yeah. for any mm-hmm. listeners. If they want a better mm-hmm. idea of outside the elbows, they hey, can come to come your... Check come, come check us out. Come check us out, man. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's talk about you um, for a minute. You grew up in India, mm-hmm. and your parents are um, physicians, yeah. and you moved here about 15 now years ago. Now everybody knows. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. What, was that a <laughs> That's secret? No, no, not really. This is on your, on your yeah, website. Yeah, it's, it's on my website, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how, why did they come to Cleveland? Or did they not come oh, here? Oh, they didn't. They, they're still in India. My folks still in India. I, I moved when oh, I was... Oh, you're the one who moved. Yeah. I'm sorry. My okay. folks, are, they're not going to leave the practice. They get bored here. Okay. okay. Well, I thought maybe they, they were practicing. Mm, I mean, they visit. They visit pretty often, and I go visit. We go visit them. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. If anyone there. is familiar with India, uh, what part of India? I'm from the south, a city called Hyderabad. Okay. South India. And what do you speak? What language? I know there's like... I speak, well, including, Eng- including English. I speak three languages. I speak English. I speak Hindi, which is the national language, and mm-hmm. I speak Telugu, which is the, the state language. Okay. Yeah, which is the native tongue, Telugu. Yeah. Can you just say something in Telugu? I'm fascinated by languages. Say, um, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that because uh, that just won't sound. But uh, uh, You're happy to be here. <laughs> we'll make it positive. Um, uh, or whatever you want. I just want to hear it. Uh, happy to be here? Yeah. All right. Chala Balan No. The interview got she with, uh, with uh, Miss Scarf. Chala Madalsan. Yeah, Chala Madalsan. Yeah. That was uh, that was a little bit of classical Telugu and slang. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Uh, so what brought you then to directly to Cleveland? Uh, if that was the route. I was in Milwaukee first. Okay. Um, well, when I got married, my wife was working. My wife has uh, worked at the clinic, so so that's. Did why you meet her maybe. here? No, we've known each other before. We started dating in, uh, in, she, in, in she, India. Yeah. Okay. And she moved here because well, she wanted to further education out here, physician and all that. So she moved here. She uh, So uh, when we got married, I followed her after a few months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and we moved to Cleveland. Okay, so, so that yeah. was for the clinic. Yeah. Um, okay, so you previously worked as a mental health counselor, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you were also working on a master's degree in health informatics. What is health yeah. <laughs> informatics? Please explain. Is <laughs> the application of information technology to health. One line, single line answer. All that electrical stuff, electronic records you're seeing, mm-hmm. is part of health informatics. The electronic records where everybody's now transitioned from paper mm-hmm. to all the digital records. That's one aspect of informatics. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, throughout the time where mm-hmm. you were involved with that, you were also. Um, I've done a lot of I've done a lot of things over the years, mostly okay. health related. Apart from the apart from the crowd, which is weird. Um, when I came to the U.S., I had to finish some licensing exams that all foreign grads, foreign medical grads, had to finish out here. So I was giving, I finished some of those, but 
I couldn't get into residency because, well, my for one, my graduation date was far removed. Right when I applied, it was like eight years after I graduated. Oh, okay. So they prefer fresh grads naturally. So anyway, that so that didn't happen. So I went back to school. I was working as a counselor in Chicago. I did a bunch of research projects around the area, some for free, some for you know for not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started working on a degree. Yeah. In, I almost finished. I I finished that. I just have like the last. Mm-hmm four weeks left yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that soon so well overlapping with all that yeah. you were involved but with I was always training so I've been training yeah. since 2010 so it's coming okay. up in a decade now and you teach so. classes five to six days a mm-hmm. week um, you say that you've witnessed the positive effects mm-hmm. the training has had on people mm-hmm. like what yeah. fitness obviously the, their con- conditioning improves that's mm-hmm. the most obvious one second the confidence okay when a uh, couple of, a couple of examples we've had we have and I was in decent pretty pretty decent physical shape pretty much all my life mm-hmm. I was always active since I was a teenager so so doing something or the other mm-hmm. uh, but there are people who've never lifted before who've never thrown a punch before who've never been in a fight before which is a good thing by the way mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you should get in a fight but um, but they'd show up we have a couple of students where when they the first time they showed up uh, men women kids doesn't matter I all genders, right? When they walked in the first day, they were so nervous the first few weeks, the first few months sometimes they were nervous. They're kind of don't really talk to people. You can tell the nervousness by their body language. They're kind of nervous that they're scared that somebody might see them, that they're doing badly, quote unquote, um, and somebody might criticize them and all that. But as they keep working, as they keep working, they realize that, hey, nobody's really noticing what I do because everybody's doing their thing and people are helping out, you know. People are kind of cheering you on, and as they, and more, more importantly you know, than all that, as their skills get better, they start moving better, and then you can see the whole effect. They change, it, it changes. They're they're more comfortable in class. They're more comfortable with like talking to people. Mm-hmm. They're so it you know, helps social skills too. Yeah, if you're more absolutely. Yeah, 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 it helps. Um, and then learning how to fight. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're like I'm not saying we're pro fighters. We're far from pro fighters. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different level, like multiple levels higher, mm-hmm. um, which is what we'll get to in a bit. Is that Krav Maga thing? I want to get back to that in a bit, but but yeah, it's it, you're still learning how to fight. You're, you're learning that may, they may they become may, maybe they become more aware of their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Maybe they get stronger. Yeah. You know, so it, there are all kinds of so just confidence, fitness. Just they're more social. They're yeah. you know it helps. Yeah. What's the age range? What's the youngest person and the oldest person in your class? The youngest we have is thirteen. Okay. The oldest male or, we, wait, male or thirteen year old boy, okay. and there's also a a fourteen year old girl in there mm-hmm. and the oldest we have is a 69 year old male mm-hmm. okay yeah I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna I'm gonna we're gonna make fun of him after but we'll see how he, how he, how he goes with this <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well uh, so someplace was going to shut down and you didn't want that to happen yeah. is that the space you're in now yeah, yeah. so okay. it, it what was happened? no it's just the uh, the place I started training at was on the west side in Middleburg fight fit um, and she had, the owner of that place she had opened a location up here mm-hmm. The Warrensville Heights. Warrensville Heights. Okay. So okay. originally this was Fight Fit East Side, and mm-hmm. then for some reason she decided to, you know, either sell it or close it down. I don't know what. Uh, it didn't close down obviously because mm-hmm. for one it's it's like right by right next to where I live, mm-hmm. so I could avoid the drive of I I drove from the East Side all the way to Middleburg. Yeah. S- at least five six days a week for eight years. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I'm I'm. I'm Kind of ready to start here, so we thought about, we talked about it, my wife and I, and we decided, hey, you know, we'll, let's take this gamble. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. 
Well, what do you love about Krav Maga? Because um, I'm not going to say you're like a calm guy. You've got some energy, but you know you're collected. You're yeah. not you're not out of control. So, mm-hmm. what is it that you love about it? Well, for me, I I mean, I have been exposed to violence. I've been a little targeted for it, but nothing like life threatening or anything. It's just you know a lot of a lot of things could have could have been avoided if I was just more aware. Is this in India? Right this now? is in India and the U.S. Um, so, but it's it's been a while. You know? And again, as you get smarter, as you get older, mm-hmm. you start to see you can't. I'm not 25 anymore, so I'm not hanging out at Barley House, you know. So okay. you know that helps. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what do you love about it? Why you have a passion for it? Um, I always like martial arts. For I for some one thing that one thing or the other, I just couldn't train in it. I mean, I was it was on and off. It makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and I was I was always active. Right? Mm-hmm. I was always either lifting or playing something or racquetball or all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking for something else to do, mm-hmm. you know, and martial arts were always there. But then I didn't want to go. I went to a couple of martial arts places when I was a kid, and I remember I didn't like them because I didn't want... This was when I was a kid, summer camp in India. Um, I, I went to a karate class, and when I spent like an hour and a half just doing poses, even then, I, I remember, I, even then I was bored with it, and I didn't go back. And I tried out another couple of class when I, when I was an adult in the U.S. I went to a couple of other schools. I just didn't like the whole formalized approach to it. I didn't like the whole you know, stand there, hold a pose, and that has no no indication yeah. of how you can fight. Yeah. And for me, martial arts were for fighting. Right. Yeah. Okay. So well, then what? I ran into this one, saw the mm-hmm. saw an ad for this in the West Side, went there, took a class, loved it, signed up, yeah. and now here we are. Everything clicked. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, what did you want to comment about with the history? No, not the history Perfect. as such, but the the approach to it, it okay. the, that whole technique that we were talking about, you know, is the idea that one technique will work for everybody regardless of size and strength. Mm-hmm. It won't. Okay. It's unrealistic for, like, I'm not the biggest, I'm not a small guy, but I'm not the biggest guy by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unrealistic for to expect me to pick somebody up and slam them down mm-hmm. who's 250 pounds. I, right. I can't. Even with good technique, it's just, why? So, that was one. And they, if you go to at least the schools I went to, they wanted everybody to do it the same way. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. People have, like you said, people have injuries. Pe- people can't move the same way. People's body types are different. You can't expect them to move that way. That's smart, right? You know? They can't. So, but you can, like I said, we, it's about tailoring all this stuff to you, to what works for you. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they don't. And then again, the emphasis on technique, technique, technique. Mm-hmm. The techniques are great, but you need to be able to grapple. You need to be able to fight. Mm-hmm. Right? And since we're, and also the whole, the whole, uh, the, Krav, the Krav Maga, uh, it started out, in my, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. right? So anybody wants to give me comments, right? <laughs> Address them to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole idea about trial was this whole this, this cultish kind of thing, this whole bravado stuff that's happening everywhere. Uh, it's, oh yeah, Krav Maga. It's like, no, your Krav Maga was a blend of wrestling, boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy who, uh, Amy was a boxer, wrestler, gymnast. So they combined all these martial arts and they kind of came up with, but eventually it kind of evolved, it evolved, I guess if you evolved is the right word, into its own ritualized system where it's just as much as doing, holding a kata for an hour is the same thing. You're working through a series of moves, mm-hmm. techniques, and you're not really filling those gaps where it needs to be, where you're fighting against another person who's actually trying to slam you down. That's how you make it your own. Yeah, that's when you figure out what works for you and what doesn't. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm sure people are wondering: Has anyone ever gotten hurt in one of your classes? No, I mean the 
the odd scrapes, but no, yeah. nothing like nothing like there's no massive injuries. Yeah, the, the odd scrapes, you know, so when you spar, maybe a bruise, but maybe a bruise, yeah. yeah. Um, but but you're not the idea, look, the no, no, never. Uh, we don't allow that kind of nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. The idea is to be the idea is to give enough energy for my partner to make them work, not yeah. to try to dominate them. It's not a fight. We're helping each other out. Yeah, yeah. If 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 it's just and, and that's another that's another thing that we try to we try to have in our place because. The normal they, when I go to the Krav Maga schools, uh, some of them, some of them are really nice, um, but they're always those outliers. You know, it's it's very like aggression, like oh yeah, let's go, let's go. everything is all hard, heavy, hard. If yeah. one thing you're getting in, then not everybody's twenty twenty five big, athletic, muscular people. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have you can't expect them to go on for three four minutes at that pace and to do this multiple times through for an hour. No, it's smart. It yeah. sounds like you're definitely considering. Yeah, you, your you need to start slow. Yeah, you need yeah. to start. You need to build people up. Then that's what happens. Point one: people get hurt and they don't come back. Yeah, people get intimidated because now it's just a bunch of angry mm-hmm. people going at it. <laughs> yeah. Two: they don't come back. Yeah. Three: they see that it's always bang, bang, bang. It's hard on your body. Yeah. Even for for whatever the reason you join. You're friendly fighters, it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We're nice. <laughs> yeah. We're nice. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just you, know, you have to you have to be if you're looking to teach people how to how to be able to fight essentially, take care of themselves at least a little bit. You need to build them up into it. There are people who've never worked out in their life. There are people who've never got in a fight before. Who've never even thrown a punch. Mm-hmm. Even in fun before. Mm-hmm. Well, then yeah. what would bring them to your, those people? What brings yeah. them to your class? I don't know. So we've had people for various reasons, people who just wanted to learn something. Mm-hmm. And they, people who've heard of Krav Maga and want to try it out. People who've been the targets of violence. Okay. We've had, we've, you know, so who knows? What are the reasons? Mm-hmm. They come in and, and they realize that uh, the, fitness, they, the fitness is a byproduct. Like okay. you don't exp- like so the the cardio that you get in a in a Kramaga class in our in, at our place or any other school I guess fitness is not condi- fitness is not the res- goal of that we have conditioning classes for the fitness part mm-hmm. you you get cardio but it's cardio related to when you're grappling with another person when you're kind of you know resisting resisting or giving live energy it's almost yeah. interval training because you're gonna jack your essentially rate, you're yeah essentially we go like three minute rounds sometimes yeah. two minute three minute rounds mm-hmm. um, for the once we go up, once the students kind of build skills a little bit, we go, we increase the duration of those rounds. We have one minute breaks in there, so yeah, you're working. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, if anyone is interested in getting involved, mm-hmm. what what should they do? <laughs> Just show up. Just show up. Just okay. show up. You don't. But you're not always there, so maybe check your website. Yeah, check our website. Our hours are hours are on there. I'm usually there most of the day if walk-ins come in. I mean, I, I don't do classes, but I can meet them and. Mm-hmm. Uh, what them. is your website? www.cravcleveland.com K-R-A-V Cleveland.com Okay, and I can put that in the uh, episode notes. Um, Well, this has been wonderful. I really appreciate you sharing. Yeah, it's been fun. And, um, you know, just giving people a better idea of what Mm -hmm. this is all about. And a really smart approach to fighting. Well, thank (laughs) you. But again, you learn from other people and then you you get your feedback and then you, again, the way it works for us. We're trying. Again, I'm no expert on any of this. I'm not an expert. That's something I would like to say right off the bat. Well, I'm we're not all expert. growing. We're all learning. Yeah. I think you have enough expertise, though, to share. I, would, I, I, I wouldn't say expertise. I'd say maybe, I don't know, experience. Skill. A little bit of skill. Yeah. A little bit of skill, not too bad. But we do learn from experts. You know? Yes. So we learn. We have one guy in our in our crew who can be legitimately called an expert. 
Um, the rest of us, we learn, we go to different places to train, we have people over to teach us, you know, we go, we go to different places in the city to train with professionals, you know, so, but you have to, you know, it trickles down, so. Right. Okay, well, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, yeah, absolutely.